listening to the Female Mastermind Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of the Female Mastermind Podcast. I am your host, Ella Ryu. Yeah. So, we're doing a little chat session today. Like, you know, um, a bunch of topics in one. Like, <coughs> Right, if I sound tired, it's probably because I am tired. Um, Fridays are usually like when I just dip and like go to sleep for like 12, 20 hours. Not 20 hours, but you gotta just for like 15 hours or so. You know, mini water break, right? So, I sound like this because I sound like this. Yay! <laughs> Anyways, if you love the people, check the description, then I wouldn't need to tell you guys what we're doing today so yeah i'm just i'm just gonna like tell you when we're doing each topic or whatever but the first topic i want to start off with talking about is psych which is a show before i give you my my own synopsis of this show let me just tell you what um i am db has to say about this so it says when a novice Sleuth convinces the police that he has psychic powers. He and his reluctant best friend are hired on as consultants to help solve complicated cases. And the creator of the show, Psych, is Steve Franks. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to look for the reading on this. But, like, the... The main members would be Sean Spencer, Burton Guster, Carlton Lasseter, Juliet O'Hara, and Karen Vick, who is basically the chief of the department or head of the department, whatever you want to call it. Um, it has an 8.4 out of 10 rating on IMBD. I'm D B sorry. So yeah, but let's get into my review of the show. So this is the show that I've been watching when I'm bored or just when I need background noise cuz background noise when I'm doing schoolwork or whatever. So, yeah. Right? I don't know how the police believe his BS excuse of being a psychic. Because you wanna like you would have to watch the show to know what his quote unquote visions would look like, which looks like garbage. But what he's saying is pretty accurate, so I guess they just dismissed that part. You know? It really does not matter how much I try to get rid of the the fan noise. Like it's just way too hot for me not to be having a fan. I even put it way back there and put it on spin for it to anyways, moving on. So, and I don't know how he got the police to believe that, but he did. So, the show starts off with Sean um, in, well, actually, the show starts off with a scene of him as a kid, and him and his dad enters a restaurant, and they sit down, and after a few minutes, his dad is like, okay, close your eyes, and then tell me, like, how many hats are in the vicinity, right? So he's been training his mind and he's been super observant since he was a kid. Well, his dad has trained him. 
right? Which I guess is a pretty useful skill because he now works for the police department as a psychic. Well, he's not really a psychic, he was scamming people. He's not scamming no one, but you get what I mean, right? So he's there, he's super observant, and that's how he's able to seem somewhat convincing as a psychic because he can remember details, he can look at a room and then close his eyes and picture or he doesn't even close his eyes, he just can picture the room and like look at details and stuff. So how he figures out these cases is he gets a chance to look around the victims' places to get clues of who they are and then based off of that he finds out more about these people and what they were into and what could possibly cause them to be killed or how they died or whatever. So that's how he that's basically his quote-unquote psychic abilities which are not really abilities because psychics don't exist right um random thought well not random thought but like i heard psychics don't actually like like tarot card readers they're not actually communicating with dead people they're communicating with demons um why did i say that when i'm really literally recording this at what time is it like 7 36 p.m at night um moving on (laughs) So, where was I? Where was I? Where was I? So, fast forward to he's sitting in this interrogation room and he's like gave the police multiple tips before. So, they have him in there and he's like, they've caught the guy who he helped them caught, right? They have caught the guy and they're like, okay, you know way too much about this case for you not to be an inside man. So, we're going to arrest you because we have probable evidence or whatever right and then he was like no wait i'm a psychic and then just as they're like trying they don't believe him obviously and as they're trying to take him out of the room he starts shaking like a mad person because sean like what are you doing sean whatever right so he starts shaking like a damn mad person you know he's doing his quote-unquote visions bs complete bs i don't know how these people believe him but like one of the officers He's like, oh, so you're getting engaged, you're getting engaged, yada, yada, yada. And he goes to the other woman, and he's like, someone you know is here, and then he describes someone that has passed for the lady. Whatever. Um, Moving on. Psych, was, Psych is, uh, I like the show. Because the only way a show is going to keep my attention is if it's a crime detective drama show. That are, those are the only shows that keep my attention. Let me look where am I in this. I'm not like season two, episode three, I think, but let me check. I use TV time to like keep track of like the shows and stuff that I'm watching because most of the shows that I watch are not on Netflix. So I use websites like SoapToday.2 and there's this new one that's called HI. It's ha- it's high movie dot two, but it's HI. Yeah, I learned that from Photography Club, so shout out to them, even though I know they're not listening. But it is what it is. So I'm actually at season two. Oh, I already watched that. Um, I watched this as well. I'm just digging out the ones that I've watched. I've also watched that. As that... Yes, I did that. So, yeah. I'm at season two, episode six. I need to watch that, because, yeah... I was supposed to be napping right now. Usually, I would be sleeping already, but I came home, like, after 6 or something. So, yeah, so nice. Um, so, yeah, that's psych for you. Oh, here's um, an issue that I kind of wanted to talk about. 
and it is something that is seen in a really a lot of shows and movies and it is the whole Tolkien black person or Tolkien black friend um let me just give you guys a definition of the Tolkien black friend you know so according to our favorite dictionary urban dictionary guys uh token black friend is in reference to the only african-american in a group of friends yeah that's what a token black friend is i could have really told you that without using urban dictionary but you know i just wanted to be sure you know so as you could probably tell um i was um disappointed by the urban dictionary definition and i needed more so here's an article from tvtropes.org and it's titled token black friend and the article basically starts off with a quote from kevin hart that says i quote nothing is more racist than having one black friend somehow having zero black friends is less racist than having one black friend um i don't know if that's psychologically true but it's whatever so it then says quote some of my best friends are sassy black people that's a quote in the article right and it says so you're hip you're smart you've got class and when you say some of my friends are ex you want people to know that there is credibility behind that statement what's the best way to show it by having a black best friend your black best friend is sassy she's never too busy to lend an ear or come along on your wacky schemes she's flawless to the point of being unreal until it's time to save the day of course that's what white heroes are for um okay it is because she has no love life, no apparent apartment, no, and no family. Question mark. It's hard to say, but there's one thing for sure. She has a cell phone and never ignores your call. Note, this is a black character whose role either A, revolves almost entirely around a white character, or B, serves as a conscious effort for a white character or writer to appear inclusive. Simply being black as well as friends with a white character does not automatically make a character this trope a black character who's shown to be just as relevant as their white counterparts does not count as this trope black characters with their own story their own distinguished identity and goals characters who undergo personal growth shouldn't be listed in addition black people in real life should definitely not be listed living beings do not exist in accordance to another person based on ethnicity so yeah and then they give a bunch of examples from different genres of stuff so i will also be linking this in the podcast websites page you guys know the drill i don't know why i keep reiterating this but for the people who are new hi welcome how are you yeah i usually link the stuff that i'm using as references or whatever in the blog post for the episode right Moving on, I think that was a really good article. Well, not really good, but it explained what I needed it to explain well, right? And if I was reading too fast for you or just did not get what I was saying, um, it's basically a black person, the the writer in the show or movie or whatever, adds a black person into the mix just to seem inclusive or just to be a psychic to a white person, essentially. That's what it is right and i don't like that because it's saying somehow it correlates to the ideal that white people are superior than black people which really isn't the truth now 
I wouldn't say psych is racist, but I would say Gus falls into Gus or Guster, they nicknamed him Gus in the show, falls somewhat into that category of the, you know, because sometimes Sean Spencer makes him the butt of his jokes, um, which I've noticed, I've noticed, I've noticed that, I noticed it in one particular episode, which I, of course, did not write down, because, yes, I didn't write down that, but there was this one episode which I was really looking at it, and I was like, wow, okay, like, I had an epiphany, is that what you call it, epiphany, you know what I mean, yeah, and I was like, okay, okay, and apart from that one lady who was a, a black lady who was a police officer, who seems really gullible, by the way, I haven't really seen any other reoccurring black characters. And I would say in the main cast, you could put Gus in there. But, yeah. So, Gus has an actual job, you know, but he often gets sidetracked onto Sean's adventures. Um, The thing is, Sean's actually not a sidekick. And... I forgot to mention that while he was coming out, like, while he let, he was let go, the, the head of department, or chief, was like, I know your dad, so, yeah, we're gonna call him, call him to see if you're actually psychic or whatever, and the dad just played it along, the dad did not want to, but he played it along, and the person's like, you know, if I find out that you're lying, you're going to jail, because it's a lie, you're lying to a federal officer or whatever, Right, so that puts Gus in a situation where he would also be incriminated because he knows that Gus is not actually a psychic. I mean, they've been best friends since they were kids, and the show depicts that. The show shows that that they've been seen as kids because the show usually starts off with a little um, flashback kind of thing, right? And Gus is usually in there, and it happens when they are kids, right? Now, all of that out of the way, um, what Sean does does affect Gus because as his best friend, he's inclined to just help him go along with his foolishness, even if he doesn't want to or feels uncomfortable doing so. And there's this one time when um, Sean put some sleeping pills or something in his drink and drove Gus all the way. He Gus had worked at work and he didn't want to go all across the country or whatever. They had to go somewhere really far, and Gus didn't want to. So, what Mr. Sean did was, he put some kind of sleeping pills in his drink or whatever, and he knocked out, and then he drove the car with the both of them to wherever. I would be so mad, too. Worst part is, they didn't end up actually getting any leads for the case they were working on, anyways. You know? Oh, and Gus um, is, I would call Gus pretty intellectual, and he has a obsession with the spelling bee, um, he almost won it one time, but didn't, because he didn't remember how to spell one word, right, and he lost that, and he's, he knows words, like, when someone says a really large word or whatever, they all turn to Gus to explain what it means, right, so, yeah, I'm wondering if that's all I have to say on Psych and the Tolkien Black Friend. This is not only seen in Psych. It's seen in a lot of other shows. So, yeah. I would say that their friendship dynamic is pretty cute, though. So, yeah. I think that's all I have to say on 
psych so we can check that off the list yay now yeah you remember when i used to do like random segments on the podcast but like okay the song of the day is yada 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 the song well not song of the day song of the episode yada yada well i've decided to add a vocabulary word to it in honor of gus of course actually i just made that up but whatever <laughs> so i've decided we know i'm not gonna follow up with this all the time but when i randomly like want to remember but the word um is anagapesis yeah which is a n a g a p e s i s and it means no longer feeling any affection for someone you once loved yeah do what you will with that oh shall i talk about a book that i'm reading a webpad book nah they took down z library let us talk about that so um i heard that it actually got taken down because of colin hoover colin freaking hoover i don't like colin hoover books i've read like two um it's only th- what it what is it it ends with us about lily and ryle slash atlas i read that one it was whatever um uh, I'm not a fan of Colleen Hoover, and I'm not sure if she's trying to promote or anti-toxic relationships, but her books do have a lot of toxic relationships, um, based on reviews and stuff that I'm seeing. Don't come after me if you're a Colleen Hoover fan, I do not care, right? I don't give a fine shit. So, um, the two people who ran Z Library are now locked up. Uh, people are mad about the taking down of Z Library because not only were books taken down, but people used Z Library for a lot of articles and research papers to help them in school and for textbooks and stuff like that. So Z Library was actually a pretty resource- resourceful tool for a lot of students and people. I didn't use it for um, school resources. I used it to download books, but it's whatever. I found a new one, which... um. If y'all gatekeep Z Library or did not spread it all over TikTok, then it would probably not have been taken down. So, yeah, but they're in jail now. I mean, they are... It is plagiarism. It is plagiarism, so there will be a lot of federal offenses. And now I have the hiccups. Ugh. So, here we have an article by the WashingtonPost.com, and it says the FBI closed the book on Z... The FBI closed the book on Z Library. Oh, they used the book. Irony. Anyways, the FBI closed the book on Z Library, and readers and authors clashed. Um, I watched videos about this, and someone was... Someone said, uh... What did I say? What did I say? What did I say? They said um, Z Library is actually beneficial to authors because some people, before they actually downloaded the hard copy of the book, they wanted to read the book to see what it's about before they downloaded the hard copy. Which makes sense. I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy the hard copy because books are expensive. Right? And I don't have space to put so much books because I would literally spend all of my money that I saved at school on books. Like, literally, um, I would like save the money during the week or whatever, and then like Friday or whatever. When I'm coming from school, I'd like buy a book at the bookstore or whatever. I know I could just probably go read them at the library, but what if I... I'm not one of those persons who annotate leisure books or like books to read, but for school books, I do annotate those, so yeah. 
Um, moving on in the article. So the article says the FBI takedown of Z Library, one of the world's largest repositories. Repositories. Yeah, of pirated books and academic papers this month set ablaze the subset of TikTok devoted to discussing books and authors, said Lexi Hardesty, a book talk content creator. I have never seen authors and readers go head to head the way they did this week, said Hardesty, a student at the University of Kentucky. Readers were mourning that their ability to download free textbooks, novels, and academic papers had disappeared overnight. Some book talkers compared the shutdown of the website to the mythical burning of the library of Alexandria in 48 BC, Artisti said. Some even said that shutting it down was an extension of slave. Uh, what? It was an extension of slavery? Who said that? Who said this? How are you going to compare? The shutting down of an illegal website to slavery. Who said this nonsense? Let me give y'all a moment. Let me reread this matter. Let's backtrack. Quote, some even said that shutting it down was an extension of slavery. End quote. Y'all heard what I heard? Y'all read what I read? Hmm. How are you going to compare the shutting down of an illegal website to slavery? Is it our own black press right this? Does this website have comments? Um, I want to hear what people are talking about this. Anyways, moving on. Let me not go too much into that. Let's just pass over that nonsense. Anyways, yet authors across book talk were, li- were, re- were relieved. Piracy costs our sales, specifically for marginalized authors. It adversely impacts public libraries and it hurts the publishing industry, said Nisha Sharma, an author and book talker. Essentially, when you mourn Z Library, you are mourning the end of theft. <laughs> oh, someone else. Um, the article then continues to say that neither authors nor readers knew how knew who was behind Z Library. The FBI revealed Wednesday that two Russian nationals, Anton Napolsky and Valeria Irmakova, Irmakova, have been charged with criminal copyright infringement, wire fraud, and money laundering operation for Z Library. Oh, God. Moving on. Uh, the defendants profited illegally off work they stole upon uploading works within mere hours of publication and in the process victimized authors, publishers, and booksellers, said Brian Peace, the U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of New York, in the first official statement released since November 4, takedown. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to read from this um, post. But, like, you can go ahead and read this. I linked it so yeah can we go to reddit real quick like is there some is there people talking about this in reddit because to like know people's opinions and stuff like I'll just always go to reddit so I found a little reddit thing let's see what I can find in here I can already tell this episode is gonna be a bit of one of my longer episodes We'll see how this goes. Um, I was disappointed by Reddit. Um, I mean, I also didn't search good enough because I don't want to spend time on that. 
so yeah anyways i used to use the library but i feel like if you guys are gonna know if you know the site is legal why are you gonna spread it around on tiktok like that you know the site is freaking illegal you don't need to do that like i blame tiktok for getting z library taken down so yeah i mean there are other alternatives but z library we're just so used to z library so people are just mad because you know um moving on to the next topic uh did you guys like i have i actually have more male listeners on audio mat than i do female i think i have like 55 or something like that which is ironic because my podcast is titled the female mastermind podcast it has nothing to do with feminine feminism and all of that it's just that i'm a girl yeah i'm not a woman i'm a girl and just to make it inclusive i said female um but then i found out like the negative connotation behind female and i wanted to change it but like I'm going to have to do so much work to change that. So, it's staying the Female Mastermind Podcast. Right, because that's what they used to call slaves when they were torturing them to dehumanize them. So, they would say females. Like, this doctor who was experiment, this There was doctors who experimented on black people. And they did it without anesthesia. And it was horrendous and traumatic and barbaric. I really should do something on slavery, but I feel like it would be way too much. Like, not way too much. There would just be a lot of information and things for me to talk about in that. So, yes. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I do have male, more male listeners than female listeners on Audiomack. That's fun. That's nice. That is amazing, guys. Thank you for listening, you know. I feel like I was just sounding so passive-aggressive. But it's alright, man. Oh, random song. So, High School Sweetheart by Milani Martinez and New Rules by Dua Lipa. Yeah. Songs. So, unlike both Anchor and... Um, audio Mac, my listener ages are mostly between 18 and 22. Um, and then it says 36%, 36.67% of my listeners are female, and then 53.33% are male, and then 6.67% are non-binary, and 3.33% is unspecified. So, thank you lovely people for listening. I need to stop. Um, moving on to the next thing. Let's talk about people always coming for Megan. So, it's Megan versus all these industry men, honestly. Because it's not like they even care that they're defending Tori. It's just that they just want to hate on Megan. Right? So, there's a situation between Tori Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion. And so, Tori Lanez allegedly heavy on the word allegedly allegedly because there was nothing that there was it's in the process of court so there's nothing determined right allegedly Tori Lanez shot Megan in the foot and it was this whole domestic situation 
right? So that's obviously a pain too, and and that was a traumatic event for her. And then having so much people mocking her, and there was memes, and there was like people talking about Megan Lyon, and victim blaming and victim shaming is that even a thing anyways but there was a lot of that and then drake because drake 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 why why 21 21 there's drake you're a joke okay like you're a meme like have you seen bbl drake funniest shit ever Drake is a meme, guys. He's a joke. That's how he's been able to stay relevant because he's basically a freaking joke. And his music is not terrible. So, yeah. But seriously, Drake, have you no shame, brother? Have you none? Um, what's the lyric? Let me read a lyric. So, I have found an article by people.com that is about the Drake and Megan situation and it's titled Megan the Stallion responds after Drake seems to accuse her of lying about Tory Lane's shooting. So the article basically starts off uh, and it's written by Rachel DeSantis. And it, it started off with a quote that Megan the Stallion t- tweeted and it says quote Since when the F is it cool to joke about women getting shot? Um Oh, and the song is by Drake and 21 Savage, and it's called Circle Local. What a name. Anyways, so the article article then goes on to say, Megan Thee Stallion is speaking out against those who, those using her trauma as punchline after Drake seemingly accused her of lying about being shot by singer Tori Lanez in the lyrics of a new song. Megan, 27, was allegedly shot in the foot by Lanez, 30 in July 2020 and he was charged that October with two felony accounts. He pleaded not guilty to both charges. Though the quote-unquote Plan B rapper has repeatedly labeled Lanes as labeled Lanes an abuser, Drake 36 appeared to reference the situation in his new song Circle Loco with 21 Savage and implied that Megan the Stallion made the shooting so the song says, quote, This bitch lie about getting shots, but still a stallion. Um, she don't even got, she don't even get the jokes, but she's still smiling. Those are the lyrics about her. And it says, in a series of tweets shared early Friday, Megan at first seemed to brush the lines to brush the lens aside writing quote i know i'm very popular but y'all gotta stop attaching weak ass conspiracy theories in bars to my name lol end quote after fans said that drake technically quote-unquote technically did say her name in his lyrics megan again implied that the line was not necessarily about her as stallion is slang for a tall thick woman she wrote not long after though megan changed her tune and asked that others stop using sorry quote stop using my shoot for clout my shooting for clout end quote she appeared to condemn the rappers who quickly boycotted adidas for not serving for not severing ties with kanye west amid his anti-semitic rants but continued to criticize her after she accused lanes of abuse 
so yeah i'm not gonna read the rest of this article but you certainly can if you haven't heard about this story y'all have got to leave miss stallion alone like damn give her a break like every maybe two weeks you um people are in the headlines for coming at megan when she ain't do nobody nothing um let's talk about how taking black women's let's talk about taking people taking black women's trauma as a joke um when is it cool like as she said like when has it become cool to make jokes off of people's situation like it's insensitive and nasty like i'm sure if something happened to you you wouldn't want people in the media around them people on the internet talking about your situation in a negative light and bashing you for it right as the glory new says do unto others as you want others to do unto you um i believe you should live by that rule you know i don't i'm not so sure about the whole karma thing but live by that rule okay don't do nothing you don't want nobody to do to you right um i find i'm just tired honestly i am i'm physically tired but i'm also tired of all this of oh he um went at serena williams too and and hit um and her husband alexis was like hell no you ain't gonna do this you ain't gonna pull this bs from me and alexis sir alexis was getting lit up drake's ass (laughs) literally (laughs) But, anyways, guys, I swear I'm so tired. Y'all not getting this so Saturday morning when I wake up. It's okay, though. Um, yeah, you guys just need to stop treating black women like you treat them. There's a story about black women coming out every day with somebody doing them something. Leave us alone, Okay. Y'all are so miserable and attention-seeking. Like, y'all just gotta leave people alone. Like, mind your business. And even if you're gonna be nosy, lock your mouth. Simple. Right? Right? Yeah. Um, what else is there? There are videos that people are talking about discussing this situation, which... Yeah, because I'm not trying to go into detail with no situation. I'm just trying to, like, spit out my basic thoughts on these and then move on to the next one. We're already like 34 minutes in, so. But like, basically, just like leave Megan out of it. Like, are actually leave both parties out of it until um the court comes to some kind of verdict or agreement or whatever. And it's not only Drake that has been dissing Megan Lafarne and Center. You have some dude named DJ Academic that I've never heard of before. You have other people just coming out and sending shots. Even the baby. Like, come on, bro. Your name is the baby. Get a life, nigga. Moving on. Alright. I dislike, or I don't like the essence of people not taking what they're doing seriously. I know it's school. You don't want to be here. It's tiring. It's a oppressive, systematic thing. But other people are trying to survive why you know like come like you're in high school bring folder paper you have group work to do do it your teacher doesn't come at leaves work do the freaking work and stop playing around okay like 
Ugh. People annoy me sometimes. And then when they take forever to do their parts and all of that, it irks my soul. It irks me. Right? Like, people who don't put in their efforts into group work, no. No. Don't do that. But then some teachers, they mark for a collaboration grade. So you're like, alright, we're just going to put your name on it so we don't lose marks. Yeah. That's really all I have to say on that. Just, like, come prepared to school. Like, you know, you have stuff to get done. Just do it done. And stop being a lazy Bigfoot. Did I just say Bigfoot? I'm tired. I want to go sleep. I'm trying to end this real quick. I probably sound like crazy like i'm on drugs or some shit moving on um i'm sure you guys have heard about the shankola situation you know the woman and then there was this other woman who had what four kids that caught that got killed by her by their exes um you can't trust nobody like nobody at all brother nobody your friends like they they like and then she paid for the whole trip, too. Like, there's so many new articles about the situation. It's quite a trending topic, but she died. Stop treating it like a trending topic. My condolences to her parents and family members. Rest in peace. But your friends, be careful who your friends are. Like, we know this saying is pretty common. But seriously, like, if you seem to be the only one putting effort into the friendship, drop it. Because you're not someone's second option and you're not someone's leeway or you're not, don't let nobody leech off of you. Because they went to Mexico and she paid for the whole trip. And then they stole her car um, after they basically killed her, allegedly. Because no one has been charged yet, I don't think. Um, they stole her credit card, allegedly, and paid for a different hotel. Like, what kind of sick individual do you guys have to be to do that to someone? Like, seriously. So, I pulled up an article from abcnews.go.com, and it's titled, Shanquilla Robinson Death Arrest Warrant Issued for Femicide, Prosecutor Says. An arrest, and the article continues to say, an arrest warrant was issued Wednesday in the death of 25-year-old Shanquilla Robinson, an American woman vacationing in Mexico for an alleged preparator who was not named according to local prosecutor this case quote this case is fully clarified we even have a court order there's an arrest warrant issued for the crime of femicide to the detriment of of the victim and against an alleged perpetrator a friend of her who is the direct aggressor actually it wasn't a quarrel but instead a direct aggression we are carrying out all the pertinent procedures such as Interpol alert and the request of extradition to the United States of America. It's about two Americans, the victim and the culprit, Daniel de la Rosa Anya, local prosecutor for the state of Baja or Baja, California, sir. ABC News spoke to Shankula Robinson's mother, Salamondra Robinson, on Wednesday and told, and when told that there's an arrest warrant issued for the crime against her daughter, 
against her daughter and hearing the news for the first time she responded quote i feel so good that it's a good feeling that's what we've been waiting for for someone to be finally held accountable and arrested i just can't wait for justice to be served end quote as fbi officials investigate the death of robinson mexican mexican authorities revealed that tuesday night the robinson that Robinson may have been alive and received care from a medical profession for several hours before our authorities arrived and she was pronounced dead, ABC News has learned. The medical profession at the scene allegedly told Robinson's friend that Robinson was drunk, dehydrated, and they should take her to a hospital. However, they declined to do so according to authorities. The new report differs significantly from the original autopsy report obtained by ABC News which said medical professionals arrived at Robinson's villa at 3 p.m. and she was declared dead within 15 minutes. The autopsy said Robinson died from a severe spinal cord injury and a dislocated neck. Authorities have not responded to ABC News' request for a comment on the difference between their report and the autopsy. According to the new police report, Robinson's friend requested a medical consultation at 2.13 p.m. after a general practitioner from the American Medical Center arrived at the address in Puerto, in Puerto Los Cabos. <clears throat> Robinson's friends told the medical professional that she had a, that she had a lot of alcohol to drink. Um, you can read the rest of the article by yourself, but that's basically the gist of what happened to this young lady. And it is sad, like, people you, to see people you trusted basically kill you there was a video leaked of her of the fight going on one she was naked why i don't know two she was not fighting back um the person behind the camera i believe even said why are you not fighting back or something like that so she was not fighting back but and then the other person was just there hitting her so i found an article by hollywoodunlocked.com about the situation and it is titled mother of four reportedly killed by ex-girlfriend months after filing a restraining order against her so the article goes on to say shakia perkins the victim's ex-girlfriend fatally shot cornisha butler on thursday friends and family claim butler had a restraining order against perkins because she burnt the young mother's Mercedes-Benz last year and stopped her for months after their breakup. Perkins is also said to have been envious of Butler and committed the violent act in front of her children. How wicked you have to be? How wicked and bitter would you have to be to kill a child's mother in front of them fierce? These kids are young kids too, you know? From what I've heard and seen. Like, in front of your, of the kids how messed up and just disgusting you have to be to do that um the article then continues to say butler ended their relationship many months ago and social media posts from acquaintances indicated the former pair had a history of domestic problems throughout the course of their six-year partnership perkins published a mysterious facebook post from the day before butler passed away starting again and forgetting past someone um it then continues to say 
Perkins was arrested and charged with first-degree murder, possession of firearm or weapon, and cruelty to children as posted by the Fulton County Police Department. Her previous records were related to Bernie Butler's vehicle in October 2021. News of Butler's death went viral on Facebook and Twitter as users were still mourning the tragic loss of Shaquilla Robinson, a young woman who died during a vacation to Cabo with a group of friends. Like, how obsessed and just a lunatic do you have to be to do that to someone? Like, like she just bought a home. She bought a home, too, for her kids, and she was doing that. She's a business owner, right? And she's doing it good enough. And then you're just going to kill her at, like, the peak of her life. You're going to kill her in front of her kids, too. Like, never be tarina, Jill. Anyways, it is sad about... It is sad... The way that both of these women passed is so sad. Rest in peace to both of these beautiful young ladies. Like, what irked me the most was that she killed the mother, kids' mothers, in front of them. How, what, just what? I, I, um, okay, so next topic um, I actually want to talk about this TikTok about the brain that I thought was super interesting. So I'm gonna play it for you, um, and and then I'm gonna tell you my thoughts. Here's some shit about the brain that bothers me. It named itself for one. When you see neurosurgeons in medical school and one of them looks at a brain and throws up, that is the brain being disgusted with the way it looks. When you're sick, you're actually in your healing process because you've been sick and your brain just figured out that the body was sick. So it started to do all these things like raise your body temperature and make your nose drip to try to get the illness out of you. The body and the brain are two separate things working together, which is why sometimes you get cut and you don't actually realize you got cut until you look at it and then your brain realizes you're cut and then it makes it hurt. You can bite your finger off as easily as you bite into a carrot, but your brain will stop you from doing that because it recognizes that it will hurt, but it doesn't stop you from doing things like SH, even though that also hurts. Your brain has access to a plethora of drugs that will make you happy like dopamine and serotonin, but it makes you work for them. You can't just get them at any given time. You have to do something for it. On the flip side of this, you don't have to do a fuck thing for the sad shit that it can also dispense to you at any given time. Your brain recognizes being tickled as an assault to the body and the reaction is being ticklish when you get tickled, but you can't tickle yourself because your body knows you're not gonna hurt yourself. I used to suffer from really bad fainting spells, which means at any given time of the day, my brain would just knock me the fuck out, but I don't know why it stopped. Also, your brain can fix you at any point in the day. Actively, it can fix whatever is wrong with you at any point in the fucking day, but it still makes you sleepy so that you go to sleep so that it can stay awake and fix what the fuck is wrong with you. And last but not least, your brain develops before your body in the womb and is there for the entire process of the development of your body in the womb. And sometimes still just lets that shit be wrong. I don't, I don't understand. Here's some shit. Okay, so there's actually another part of this TikTok that um, is basically reading stuff so let me read it for you so it says um alcubilan school of black studies 
your brain and your spinal cord is actually the same sperm that fertilized the egg and it does not stop growing until adulthood. The sperm carries 23 chromosomes from the father and the mother carries 23 chromosomes from her egg. The 23Y chromosomes will give you the baby its will give the baby its sex while the 23X chromosomes will feed the sperm and create a human body out of it. In the beginning um dude's head was blocking the thing so all right so um and create the human body out of it in the beginning we all start as females until the y chromosome chooses chooses the sex of the baby this is why men have nipples because we all started as females but religion tells you the opposite because they don't want you to know this and that is the reason why you have to wait until Wait up to four to five months to find out the sex of your baby because in the beginning we only have nipples and a vagina which eventually goes from clitoris to penis when you become a male. Um, was Adam created first or was the black woman created first? How can a woman come from the yada yada yada? That, am I the only one who thinks that was so interesting though? Like, the brain has much like how um there was like this story that this man was stuck in a freezer but it wasn't odd because he went to fix the freezer but he thought he was gonna freeze to death so he actually died and his so his so he basically convinced himself that he was gonna die and then he actually died so yeah the brain is pretty powerful if you think about it mm-hmm. and it's saying this about itself right now so it's probably egotistical <laughs> Anyways, that's it for this lovely episode. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.